everybody and welcome to another episode of Over the Curve podcast, a Formula One podcast for fans old and new by Formula One fans old and new. And today joining me again is my very great friend, Honey Badger, who surprisingly had a very good race. Hey, man. <laughs> Unlike hi, the other Honey Badger. <laughs> I mean, I, I wished... Danny was in Ferrari in 20, for 2019 season, but anyway, we'll put that as well. Yeah. Oh, man. What happened? That race changed after Gasly's uh, car caught on fire. Yes. Okay, all right. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, and uh, there were a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, some things also that happened during, uh, I think, qualifying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wanted to start from qualifying too. All right. Okay. So then let's start. Hmm. So qualifying. Some track limits. What are your thoughts? Um. Ah, I mean, we knew it was. I mean, sure, Haas and uh, Alpha were a surprise. I mean, we expected them to do good, but we did not expect them to do this good. Uh, but my biggest problem was that uh, Zoe's lap time was deleted, but Perez's lap time wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you told me this thing and I was so carried away by Ferrari emotions, so I, I chose to ignore it completely. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Who impressed you the most in qualifying? Impressed me the most, I would have to say, um, uh, I would have to say, because I know K-Mac qualified 7th, but I, I mean, I expected him. I would say Mick Schumacher. He got it there in 12th place, I would say. Even so, like, he qualified 15th. Like, you expect this from K-Mac. I at least expected him to uh, reach uh, Q3. And I, I think uh, he would have started... He could have given it a, a better go if it wasn't for the hydraulics problem that Haas was facing. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Who were you impressed so, with? My thing to begin with qualifying, I was going, I was sure that, you know, my predictions were close before the start of qualifying. And, mm. and we talked about this thing last time when we were recording also. So, yeah. uh, uh, which is which is we want all our predictions to be wrong by the end of the season. Then only we can enjoy the season the most, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you know the qualifying day. I wasn't so much excited before the qualifying session actually started. So it was a less eventful day, I would say. And then comes the qualifying session, Q1, Q2, Q3, and I was so happy that uh, all my predictions are going down the trains this season <laughs> already. It's, it's, it's early to call it, but uh, I like yeah. it. This, I'm liking this thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I was... Uh, the thing that I was the most happy about was when we were recording the last episode, you said that me putting Haas 8th was ambitious. 
<laughs> yes, oh. I take my words back. I mean, it's incredible, and this is how the season is going to be. Um, uh, yeah, I am up for it. Sign me up. I am so excited. But my biggest concern is that the stewarding standards may not. Improve. Yes, because that because the FIA changed. the winner of formula 3 do you know that the formula 3 winner received a 5 okay. second penalty after the race for exceeding track limits and then on the time difference he finished second like he classified second so i was, when i heard the news this was before qualifying okay i heard the news before qualifying i was like okay fi is not fucking around this time they they said that the white line is the track limit and that will be the track limit and then come qualifying there is the you don't you did not delete they did not delete perez ka lap time should have been deleted and zos was deleted and i went to the fia website and i looked at all the documents that they released and they only released a document regarding his lap time not perez Okay, and I, okay, okay, okay. I think was it completely off the track? Yeah, he was completely off the track because I, I also checked. I went back and checked, and he, he left the line. He literally like he was off the track, and technically that lap time should have been deleted. Okay. And I the fact know. that it is a Red Bull is just going to add fuel to the fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean. But. Uh, No, I think. Uh, have you seen the new rules about uh, uh, overtaking off the track? Uh, uh, the 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 position one, right? That the drivers will yes, exactly. decide if they have to. Is is it so hard to decide? Is it so hard for the stewards to say that no, you gained the position illegally? I mean, I am assuming that there is a second clause to it. that uh, so i read this on twitter See. somebody replied that okay so if somebody illegally overtakes and then the team who lost the position appeals and then the stewards stewards can give like a penalty and i'm like why do you why do you want to add these extra steps you looked at the overtake you you uh, investigated and if it's a if if it was an illegal overtake you ask the driver to give it back so uh, what i have read is a driver you know if they overtake if they feel like they overtook the uh, opponent off the track they have to give that uh, give back the position within the next one lap okay and uh, right. next thing is the teams and drivers have to decide for themselves whether to take that to give them back a position or not if if uh, they so i have read about this rule Uh, I have seen a couple of posts on uh, social media saying that uh, if a driver illegally overtakes an opponent on off the race track, he has to give back the position within mm-hmm. one lap from when he overtook. Okay, and uh, the second thing is drivers and team have to decide whether to give the position back or not, uh, which is. some kind of a pro- problem for me and the fa also has stated that uh if the driver has overtook illegally and mm. he didn't 
patient back uh, within the one lab then they have all the rights to you know impose any kind of penalty on the car yeah i mean sure i understand uh, that but and, like and still, still wasting a lab still yeah, wasting still, a lab they still do that okay and if if the team feels like uh, they're in i mean if that's a gray area i mean if the team feels like uh, they haven't done anything anything wrong they have the driver hasn't done anything illegal they can have something like a defending thing or uh, they can put up a case and argue with them and all this through the drivers will be racing on the track all this time i don't know how that works actually i have no idea but i mean i really don't understand i mean when the track limits thing came i was like okay these like will will at least see a good good analysis and like a good good stewarding like it's going to be proper this time and like it's not even the first race and we already have started having problems with the decisions that the fi is coming or the instances that they are not evaluating Oh uh, yes, yes yes so yeah i am sure i'm missing something from the uh, i'm missing a piece from the puzzle because the this rule entirely doesn't make any sense to me but uh, i'll find out in the next couple of days i'll do a research yeah same same i'm also going to do the same but yeah. um, okay now then is there anything else about qualifying Yeah. So the yeah. driver who most interested in the qualifying was Valtteri. Bottas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what are I saw texting after qualifying? What are the odds actually to Bottas beating uh, Russell in Mercedes? Yeah, and Russell uh, qualifying ninth. Oh my Russell god! The memes. <laughs> the memes from that last incident between the two of them oh oh my god everything uh, it feels like everything has come full circle and i mean like we'll talk about it with what happened in the race but uh this is just this is I, the i know i know this is very early to call it but uh, i think this season is going to be a lot more crazier than 2021 yeah definitely i think we're going to have more teams in the mix um and uh, yeah it's going to be much more crazier than oh my god let's let's jump to the race how to talk about the race because the race was crazy oh okay 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 before going to the race i have one point about uh, qualifying hmm uh mclaren and aston martin they don't have even the qualifying place also i i am quite a bit surprised about that yeah i mean i don't know if it's a if it's a aston martin and mclaren issue or if it's that mercedes powertrain issue because they are both cars powered by the mercedes engine so could be could be could be but they are in a lot like uh, they're in a the worst shape as possible in terms of power unit right now in terms of yeah. car performance everything i mean did you see mclaren mechanics today in the garage they were like looking 
out of energy or something they have lost yeah. motivation to be in that place also yep yep i mean it was it was the it was the worst performance that i've seen from mclaren it was it was shocking i mean i did not expect mclaren to like uh, even get to the points but uh, i mean i did not expect them to finish where they finished where did they finish uh, i think okay uh, ricardo 14th and norris 15th and that's only because there were three dnfs like i know i think there uh, is two dnfs and ferres was last so yeah oh man oh but okay uh, now that you mention it there is one thing that i want to talk about as the entire the entire weekend okay i mean i don't know about the practice um but but like even i, I think in practice also there was uh, some issue in fpp what the fuck is up with these graphics man like i don't understand they they're not i think fp there was one free practice where for the last 5 10 minutes there were no graphics like there was not even a timer on screen and then and then qualifying okay this is the stupidest thing that i've seen okay um qualifying mercedes was on their hot laps right um yeah russell was ahead of hamilton signs was leading at the time so russell completes sector 1 it shows purple and he is 6 yes. 6 down uh signs is time okay and hamilton yeah hamilton is 3 tenths down and he is green i'm like how is that that is not how max works like what who is who so, is responsible for those graphics okay so when i was watching the q3 when i saw purple sectors for hamilton and uh, russell i was like gaya ab to gaya okay the sand bank is full <laughs> yeah mercedes want to confirm the sand bagging ends, ends ends here you know q3 is the time i was q3 is what i was waiting for to see actual base of uh, qualifying base of mercedes and right. i when i saw those purple sectors i felt like oh man not again not this year again and uh, later i realized that uh, okay this is the graphics thing and uh, yeah i was seeing the qualifying highlights on youtube one of the channel yeah and i was going through the comments and uh, somebody you know commented it uh, about everything about the graphics and all. so why are you having graphics like this and he has uh, given a three or four good points very very good points i mean if if they consider it it will be very good i would say mm, yeah i mean graphics was a problem throughout the race also like i think there was a point in the race i think from lap 37 to lap 40 there was nothing on the screen exactly. i was like what is happening what is happening and okay are we now moving to the race yeah yeah we can say okay we we are safely moving to the race can 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 you tell me what is the point of showing gap to the leader i don't understand what do you want me to sit here and calculate while i'm wa- trying to keep up with what 20 cars are doing on the track when i can only see two or three at a time what like i 
show I me the intervals so annoyed, but i know yeah, yeah because i, I so can't that change and like you know because if 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 i'm see if i'm looking at a battle going on between two cars i need to know if they, they are approaching a drs zone i don't know if they are in the range because i have to fucking do maths first <laughs> i'm i'm i have a drink i'm watching the race i can't do maths i'm fairly good at it but not not i don't want to do it <laughs> give me it it's so, not like they uh... can't like previous years they used to do this thing for first five or six laps when the cars were closed they used to keep, uh, give give us the leader uh, you know timings with respect to leader but uh, later on they would switch back to interval interval now yeah, I've, exactly i've been waiting when they, when will this switch to interval and doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it was barely on for like five six laps like i was the entire time like even towards the end when uh, the entire battle between uh, perez and hamilton was going on i'm like i can't do maths now i'm too invested i want to see <laughs> hamilton ends up on the podium what are you doing and oh my god it was just uh, so annoying yeah, yeah, so- i'm like literally shouting at my tv screen uh, and like just i have to see uh, where i can get some live timing because if this continue i don't think sky is listening to us but if you are sky please show us interval times don't show us gap to the leader like please don't also also if sky is listening to this don't cut to stroll never cut to stroll never cut to stroll <laughs> So when this thing oh, was yeah, happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stroll got out qualified by Hulkenberg. How humiliating is that? How humiliating is that? That dude literally walked into the paddock like three days ago. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. So when this Hamilton versus Perez battle was going on, even I was calculating the time. You know, oh, what's the time? Why are they showing the lead uh, time with respect to leader? All I have to you know, do was to yeah. depend on uh, and Crofty saying the time gaps. That's it. Time gaps, yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, it's it's easier when the seconds is the same and the difference is tens, uh, hundreds, and thousands, right? But when the seconds are different, I'm like, I have to now because it's not like a full like there's just too much math involved <laughs> in understanding what the interval is. Like, just give it to me. man it's not that difficult and it's not like they've not done it i don't know why they changed it this time but uh, i mean i i think there is an intern who is responsible for it there's some intern who's playing around with the graphics i don't know what is happening <laughs> but uh, yeah i don't like it okay so okay now we start officially start with the race what is your first reaction to the race your first honest reaction it was a first honest reaction when the when both the ferraris crossed the line i was like ferrari fucking won <laughs> yeah uh, and even in my friends group on i i have posted the same thing ferrari fucking won too i mean it felt so good after a long time to say it out loud yeah i heard coffee say today. 
फरारीज लास्ट वर्ल्ड टू वॉज सिंगापोर फिनिशिंग 
I mean, I I think the I don't know I what mean, to make of the tires because the people who so, were on hard they struggled a lot with the grip. Yeah, exactly. And then I mean, you saw Hamilton coming out of the pits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that was a big, big, big spin almost from him. Um, sliding all over this. And the softs and the mediums had had a considerably higher degradation. Exactly, exactly. Normally, so in Bahrain, because of the temps and all, the degradation is high. Tire deck is very high. So we will be going for. At least a two-stop uh, strategy, but uh, if we can save the tires over the weekend, you can have the luxury of having a third two-stop as well. Yeah, but I mean, it surely uh, made the race more interesting. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but it's very because I'm watching like older seasons right now, um, and I'm watching 2011, and like most races. uh back then would always be like three pit stop four pit stop and it's just because they would go for like the first pit stop by lap um 10 or 12 and then throughout the race there will be two or three other pit stops now it's like because if this continues the strategy is going to play a very very crucial role and i think uh, alfa romeo might get fucked again they need <laughs> they need a good <laughs> uh Good speaking strategy. of alpha speaking of alpha what as his start horrible was so bad i thought he was just doing it in the mercedes just because he was just tired of it but is he not good with starts because i think he lost some six places in the first lap yeah yeah, yeah. exactly huh horrible uh, horrible start by botas so botas always does this thing with the starts he's not good with the starts yeah clearly uh and i mean i would have uh, loved to see him like get in the mix from lap 1 itself and like get to see a good hamilton botas uh, battle and then by the time first lap ended and the second began i'm like oh botas 12th okay great i think we can we can post the traditions meme there the valtteri traditions the meme it's all that's that's <laughs> starting behind so hamilton when, when this first Fucking. lap thing happened and i realized uh, botas dropped uh, back to 12th that's the exact thing i thought that came up uh, came up for me traditions yeah yeah it was a it was a really really bad start and uh, uh i mean what can you do and then i think after that pretty much i sure there were like a little bit of overtakes here what do you think has the new regs made the closer racing possible nope not yet right i i think uh, for the first couple of seasons we are going to see a lot of reliability problems with the cars uh yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. to take I a mean, little bit of time for the drivers to get a good handle on the cars so teams are also struggling a lot so they are they have a minimal knowledge of this you know what works yeah. for them what doesn't work yeah i mean uh, even 
Mercedes proposing when Hamilton was uh, chasing Perez was looked uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know. So I was thinking of Haas being in the place of McLaren, but the roles reversed. Yeah, but like McLaren wasn't the one I would have chosen to reverse roles with Haas. I'm happy for Haas, but I don't want McLaren there because I want Danny Rick to have a good season because Danny Rick is Danny Rick. Everybody loves it. I think we also did not get to see a new Hulkian pick from Danny Ricardo this this weekend. That was an yeah, opportunity yeah, yeah. lost. Should have been. Should have happened. Hulkian pick. Love watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can back. You can back. Sorry. Okay. That's all. That's all. Okay. So the next thing is Joe made a decent debut. I would say. Joe, yeah, scoring his first points in Formula One in his first race, even if it is one. I think. That's a good start. Yeah, good. That, that's a good start. Being an alpha and uh, coming from F two straight away, first place in yeah. F one, scoring a point. That's good. And uh, finishing ahead of Mick Schumacher, who's had a Mick year Schumacher. in in Formula One, and but uh, I I think they raced together in F two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They raced in it for two consecutive. I mean, Shaw was in F two for three years. I think. So, mm. so I think was impressive. Mm. And uh, was I? I think uh, the driver to stand out for me today was one of the drivers to stand out today for me was Kemag. Kemag, yeah, but I mean, Kemag is a seasoned seasoned driver. Sure. I mean, I did not expect if if K Mag had done anything less, I would still not be disappointed because like he missed he missed so much of testing, and then he's not he's had a year break a uh, year long break from F yeah. one. But yeah, I mean, in that sense, yeah, I can see why it was uh, finishing fifth was a was an incredible performance. uh considering uh, he was in haas but then again ferrari engine so i mean right now i think ferrari engine is the best in terms of pace uh, and reliability both killing it completely killing it. yeah if mercedes is able to find its pace i i think we might see a ferrari and mercedes battle rather than red bull unless red bull pull something out See, uh, so McLaren and uh, Mercedes should improve definitely because uh, only then we can see a, like a four-way, five-way battle for the championship. Or else, it will be if Ferrari is dominant this season, it will be the same as last year. I mean, two guys from two different constructors uh, fighting for the WDC. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's true. Uh, for this, for for any season to be uh, good, I think it's good to have a mix of people in the battle. But uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, 
sure you're you're competing for points but there is also like a lot of things that you have to figure out as in as in when you get more mileage in the car and then there are strategy calls which tire compound to use this is the drama i want i don't want controversy i want drama and this was like this is this is everything that a formula 1 race should be yeah yeah exactly this is what i want so now um... i mean uh gasly's incident uh very reminiscent of grosjean not that extreme but no. oh my god i mean it was dangerous when i saw the fire at the same place you know yeah it was at the same place right almost yeah 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 it was at the same place so had a for a uh, split second moment i had a flashbacks yeah it was uh, it was not it was ptsd <laughs> oh, because uh, i i remember watching it uh, watching that race live live um, live live yes yeah and i mean i know drive to survive made it like a 10 minute thing but it wasn't that long by the it was he was out of that fire even before the cars reached the pit lane but uh they were still like the most tense seconds of me watching formula 1 because it was crazy and then gasly had a similar and sure like the car wasn't uh split in half and he wasn't in a ball of fire but it it was still fire and it was a it was a crazy fire like it was wasn't like a small little cute fire it was a full guns blazing fire so yeah yeah really so, got out of the car I am not sure, and I mean we are recording this way too early, so uh, I don't think uh, we'll know what the problem was. And let's let me see if FIA has released something about that. Engine blown off, I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know. Let me see if Alpatari has posted anything on socials, but. Uh, I mean, this is the downside of recording the podcast so early. I don't get to know. So next, I would like to talk about Alpine. They were decent uh, all throughout the race. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I don't think Alpine is going to do something crazy this year. Yeah, they won't do, but uh, that. Uh, Red Bull double DNF uh, really helped them, you know. They got, they were, they finished on seventh and ninth, I guess. Uh, I have the classification here. Um, so Ocon was seventh, yeah. 
Who can beat Alonso? Alonso finished ninth. Ninth, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty good result, I would say, for them. Yeah, there are a couple of things that I want to talk about in the race. Okay, so the commentary when the safety car came out and the car okay. started unlapping themselves. Okay. The commented, oh my god. It was so funny. They're like, oh, it is trauma. You're saying cars are unlapping themselves. This, that. I was like, oh. I I like the fact that they have like, you know, embraced that it happened and now are at least making fun of it. But fun of it. Oh it was it was just so much fun. And I was like, what is happening? Because some of those people have spent the last three months. Uh, kind of defending that uh, decision and uh, I, I think with the exception of Crofty, Crofty I know for sure uh, had a different opinion I'm not sure, I'm not sure I don't want to say anything that is uh, that is going to get us in trouble but I mean you know what, hey I will say it because then I will at least know people are listening to this but yeah I mean it was fun but I was, it was still like, you know, for, for me, it was like, oh, but you know that it was wrong. And maybe if you had taken some actions at the right time, uh, maybe. Exactly. Uh, at some point, uh, Ferrari's uh, race engineer came on to the radio and he was talking to Charles and uh, uh, Crofty mimicked him. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was also funny. Yeah, the commentators were definitely having fun. And that uh, the safety car thing was literally the highlight for me. And there was another thing where they compared the hard tires to some olives you find on a platter or something. I don't know. But, uh, yes, I yes, mean, yes. Crazy commentary. And now, the thing I really want to talk the most about Max Verstappen's yeah. meltdown and meltdown, yes. Red Bull, Red Bull finally getting what it deserved after the last three months, man. I'm just, I'm, I have zero sympathy for them. I am sorry. Sure, what happened was bad, blah, 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 a big hit for Red Bull, but I can't feel sympathetic for them. I really can't. And Max's meltdown in that car was so satisfying to watch. I mean, my entire outlook towards Red Bull because of all the antics that they have been up to, it's made me such a bad person that I'm feeling happy for somebody else's meltdown. I don't like it, but I have zero sympathies for Red Bull and Max Verstappen. Okay, uh, something to say in the same lines. So, uh... I read a I read an Instagram post recently, and uh, I was going through the comments, and I read this comment particularly. Mm. Uh, it said, "Sorry to offend anyone. I want the uh, real car manufacturers to build the cars and uh, fight it out for the championship, and to win rather than to lose to a energy drink company." Mm. And and sorry to say this. Uh, 
uh, i have lost my sympathy for red bull uh, after the last season this was the exact comment i read yeah and this i think everybody feels that way i would say right now i mean except for max verstappen fans and red bull fans obviously but uh i mean i've made my feelings very clear to you at least i uh, i am just tired of it like for me the biggest problem is that at the end of the day christian honor and red bull they do not respect the fact that they are competing man the other team is not just going to sit there and let you walk all over them but at the end of the day even if you've given your 100% and the competitor has done better than you just applaud them that's it that exactly. you cannot win every single day right and yes. <laughs> that's rich coming from somebody who's like would prefer a mercedes victory over a red bull but So, I mean talking about talking about mercedes uh, i have just seen their post on the twitter hmm. did you see that oh no i have not had so, time to okay okay i'll explain it to you they have uh, posted a photo of perez spinning in the first turn and uh, hamilton and uh, russell overtaking him oh so they post, they posted this photo and said something like uh, uh, love to see it <laughs> i bet they do i bet they do oh man so, all, all being said and done so now you re- realize the luck factor of hamilton i know i'm getting i would i will get a lot of hate for this but <laughs> you you can see that yeah i mean today i would say he was quite quite lucky yeah yeah, yeah. because uh, um you know up until that uh, second last lap i wasn't sure that hamilton would be able to overtake perez i wasn't sure i thought that the podium would be charles carlos and perez i really thought okay. that yeah and um, yeah i mean i did not see that happening like and at first when he spun i thought hamilton hit him and i was like okay this is gone and even hamilton is going to get a penalty because these stewards are not fucking around this time and there will be no favorism towards anybody but i saw the replay and it wasn't like it was the, the issues with the car right yeah uh, and yeah i mean damn lucky to have had that happen and if perez had just held on to that one lap I think he could have kept Hamilton at bay. Uh, Hamilton was half a second behind him. Um, going into turn uh, one, yeah. I think he was point three. I would have known the exact uh, interval if they'd shown the bloody intervals. <laughs> but I was doing maths, so it was somewhere between point three and point five seconds. Uh, yeah, but I did not. Uh, and I don't know. Was it was it because the the car malfunctioned or something, or was it just there is uh, giving in to the pressure i don't know what what exactly no, no, no. happened there so the reason wasn't revealed because it might be an internal issue so i max thing they they i mean max was saying that he had a problem with the battery but uh, they came on the radio and said it was not the battery it was something else so they didn't disclose disclose the problems 
anyway we'll see they'll give a statement about it at least yeah they will uh but what do you think about the the whining that we heard from max today it wasn't even whining man i he was having a full blown meltdown i think he wasted yes. a lot of his energy uh, um getting frustrated in that part he just cried and he couldn't believe that how how come uh, <laughs> we are doing such such bad in this phase coming from a winning a championship yeah because uh, and i mean i think if if it is true that red bull has not given much thought to 2022 and put in all their efforts and energy and resources into 2021 I I have one thing to say which is they have a very short term outlook on things like even for yeah. max I think I think uh, his race engineer told him that we might have to retire the car I think some 6 7 laps before that and he did not listen like he was having those issues for a while and like he is we was more adamant on finishing that race on the podium than to preserve the car and what if it led to much more damage and which is exactly what happened like sometimes you also have to accept the fact that the machinery also has its limitations right yeah and uh, yeah and so this is my exact point right there is nothing there is no conducive environment for max to grow to mature as a driver i would still stand by that this entire thing of christian horner treating him as if uh, max verstappen is a genie who can make anything and everything happen is going to cost him in the long run because he is a very like even even with his tires like his engineer had to tell him to go slow on the outlaps and it was still not slow Crofty yeah, yeah. compared the outlap times of Charles and Max on the commentary. It wasn't slow. That cost him the race. And uh, I think the second pit stop also they had a. They were one second slower than Ferrari. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, which is which is surprising there. because Red Bull, I think, has the historic record of having. fastest pit stops like pit stop i think their record is 1.8 and 1.8 yes this was like crazy and i mean i think uh, i think we yeah, are red bull i think red bull was like as long as we stop mercedes we don't care it really seems like it oh it was oh. such a narrow outlook towards running a racing team like i don't understand how this happened but as i said like i have zero sympathies towards them i i don't feel bad for one second i literally clapped when max retired i was so happy i downed my beer i was so happy like you so deserve so last season the only thing the only reason why i supported max was ferrari's weren't doing good they don't they are, they are nowhere close to the Championship, either constructors or drivers, right. and I needed I needed to have a at least someone end this Mercedes domination. I I wanted to see that, so that's the reason. That's the only reason I supported Max. If it was uh, someone like uh, Norris in the place of uh, 
most happen also would have supported norris yeah no see my problem is not with verstappen fans and my problem is the blind following that happens you know yeah, like, yeah. Even, like last season i was supporting hamilton because i i just never got an on board with red bull like i was like i would have when dani rick was there but like i i can't i it's just that team just does not sit right with me yeah it's, it's so, a toxic environment yeah but even when uh, i i remember a couple of races when hamilton would come on his radio and start uh, crying about his tires i would scream at my screen i'm like kya hamilton bhai das lap bhi nahi you've not even driven like a like a fraction of the race and you you just started cribbing about the tires what the fuck man this that and like I, the thing is that even if i support a particular player or a particular team i would still call out wrong behaviors that is uh, my only problem that's my only problem with max verstappen fans and i'm i'm not saying that it's true throughout because there are a lot of max verstappen fans also who are tired of red bull who are tired of what they did last year and what they have been doing ever since i'm not saying that but there are a lot of people who are fans of a lot of these drivers who will just not hear anything against them and will just not accept the fact that their hero can do something wrong that is my problem with everything i, I am liverpool's biggest critic there is nobody who can insult liverpool more than i do and i support them i want them to win but if they screw yeah. up the match against city i would be like yeah you deserve to lose man what the fuck how can you do that <laughs> i'll 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 do it because that's that's what sport is that's what sports has taught me like it's not it's not always going to be that you win and it's even if you don't do anything wrong there is always a chance that your competitor might do better and you need to understand that and you need to value and respect it that's my problem with red bull end of rant got 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 it perfect <laughs> so what are your thoughts about mercedes this weekend oh mercedes has a long way to go um i mean it's hard to say anything because they they finished third and fourth but I also think that it happened only because both the Red Bulls did not finish in points. Um but yeah, they got lucky. I will agree they got lucky. Uh no, but I mean if if I don't I don't think Lewis can get lucky for all 23 races. So Mercedes need to need to figure out a solution to their poor poisoning problem. I I think I, they'll surely come up with something for the second or third race i'm pretty sure they'll be back on track i i think they they even gained like even from like pre practices to qualifying to the main race they they improved It, quite a lot but there exactly. is still there is still at least a uh, a second second and a half missing on pace from that mercedes yeah i mean take the purposing problem itself we were seeing mm-hmm. we can clearly see it in uh, if uh, you know hamilton and russell uh, struggling with it in free practices but uh, comes qualifying they have worked on most of it and made that car drivable 
yeah make the car competitive in uh, qualifying also yeah and so uh, i don't have any doubts about mercedes coming back and uh, you know being competitive again so let's see let's see indeed and i mean i i hope and pray to god mclaren can find find their mojo back man imagine uh, the team that topped barcelona test is is finishing 14th and 15th oh my god oh this is sad okay but i mean thoughts about oh, okay i will I, this is something that crofty also said so like except for the three dnfs perez max and gasly uh the bottom six are all mercedes powered cars powered cars yes 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 so i noticed that latifi norris ricardo alvin stroll uh mclaren aston and williams williams yeah so while sure mercedes problem is a lot to do with porpoising uh i i think there is at least with these cars that are using mercedes engines th- there is some there is something very very wrong here yeah, yeah yeah it shows that the uh, power unit itself is uh, not so strong this year yeah yeah i i don't know if it has something to do with that fuel the new fuel they are using or i don't know because because even with mercedes themselves sure they are having having problems but the but the difference between those two is like vastly different whereas you look at haas it has a ferrari engine pretty yeah. much on point and even alfa pretty much on point like i mean sure they are like where did alfa finish 10th and 6th and 10th right they did good they did, yeah yeah they did good and then even haas 5th and 11th like they they did considerably good so um i mean whatever it is i hope it gets sorted in the next couple of races yes yes so what are your thoughts on ferrari and their win today it was good it was good it was so amazing like i did not even realize i was rooting for charles when i predicted that carlos will win the race <laughs> uh it was uh, it was very fun and i'm i was genuinely genuinely so happy but in my heart somewhere i was like oh sebastian could have been in this team oh only but he was still here I, i wish. wish we all wish but uh, yeah this feels incredible being a ferrari fan for for various yeah. reasons i would say because i'm uh, sure <laughs> in 2019 last i have seen ferrari do something special and win a grand prix and since then heartbreak after heartbreak you know if like two complete seasons no nowhere near close to the championship it was very hard on uh, probably the worst i have gone through as a ferrari fan the last two years right and uh, coming out from that 
and seeing Ferrari want to win Bahrain was I felt like it's just worth the wait. You know, the victory seemed more sweeter now. Yeah. And I I can imagine how the drivers and the team, uh, you know, uh, the mechanics are feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally feel their emotions right now. And you and you and Charles has said this thing, you know. So in 2019, you remember his Bahrain debut. Yeah. Um, so sorry, that was second race, I guess. So uh, Charles got pole, and he was he was in his own league uh, that weekend, mm. and uh, he was leading, leading, leading the whole race. I would I think, and uh, he had an engine problem, and he had to retire, not retire the car, but uh, a safety car came out luckily. Mm. He had an engine problem, and uh, Lewis and Bottas had have overtook him. And then I think Hulkenberg or someone went off the track and brought out the safety car, and uh, the the race finished uh, behind the safety car, and he finished on the podium. Oh! So this was like on forty seventh lap or something, out of fifty seven laps. Hmm. Okay, that was the. First heartbreak for Charles in Ferrari. I mean that weekend, everyone was cheering for uh, Charles because he was so good. He impressed everyone on the on the paddock and uh, everyone watching the race that weekend. Uh, he showed what Charles Charles is made of. Right. And uh, so coming from there, and I know he had to wait till Belgium. Win his, uh, you know, to take his first victory in F1, and uh, now today the redemption for that R twenty nineteen, and you know a funny thing happened. So when he was on the last lap, uh, Charles came out uh, on the radio, mm. and I'll 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 quote it. Wait, just a second. Okay. I'm bringing up the first. Yeah. So Charles came out on. Charles came out on the radio and uh, he said, "I joked on the radio on the last lap that there was something strange with the engine, which I'm sure gave a heart attack to the mechanics." Oh! So he he said this thing uh, uh, in a post-race interview. I just read that and <laughs> imagine oh, the mechanics. Oh man! Oh, so like the entire race. I was hoping that Ferrari does not mess it up. So every time Ferrari had a pit stop, every time there was a team radio that came on, I was like, "Oh my God, please let there not be a problem." Because I knew Mercedes was not on pace. There was no way Mercedes was winning, and I did not want Red Bull to win. So I was hoping and praying the entire race. Please, please let Charles win. Please don't, don't let anything happen. And, you had no idea. You had no idea what I was going through while well, when the <laughs> you know when the graphic of uh, uh, the, the radio is popping up with yeah. the Ferrari singularity. Oh my God! Every time I saw that uh, pop up, I yeah. you know my but that pressure increased so much. <laughs> I had to I had to control my emotions. Yeah. Oh man. Ah, uh, it was amazing. Yeah. Is the I think this is the best way to define the start of a new era. 
we got yeah, new yeah. race winners like i mean somebody who wasn't hamilton or max yes 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 and how refreshing is it to see you know an alpha a haas alpine yeah uh, everyone you know in top 10 which they haven't been in top 10 this competitive uh, like for the past two three seasons maybe yeah so it's very refreshing sight to see the uh, leaderboards today yeah man after qualifying i think haas's twitter timeline was so wholesome because yeah man they were subjected to so much shit i'm so happy for haas yeah same thing same thing okay now we come to the fun part of the okay. episode as you remember we all made predictions yeah 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 <laughs> and now so we are going to run this prediction league throughout the re- throughout the season okay uh okay so i've decided first three uh, so like when the podium places if you get it right you get two points and then one point each for uh, fastest lap and your three predictions what you have given so okay. i'll start with you charles first two points congratulations Louis second did not happen. Carlos third did not happen. Could have happened if if only uh, Max Max had finished. You said who got the fastest lap? I don't know who got the fastest lap. Charles got the I fastest think it was lap. Charles Charles Charles, Charles yeah. got the fastest lap. Yeah, I remember seeing twenty six points. So yeah. 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 You said Russell will get the fastest lap. No. You said Hulk will finish in seventh. That is the biggest heartbreak. Biggest heartbreak of this race is Hulk not getting points. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said uh, Mick will finish in points. Uh, missed by one yes. position. Yes. And yes. you said Sunoda DNF. Uh, I should have said one alpha to at least one alpha to DNF. Yeah. That was my point actually. I said Sunoda DNF. Yes. So you got two out of ten. I'll also do uh, Shakuni and Kramer's uh, predictions. So Shakuni said Hamilton first, nah, Sainz second. So he got that right. And then Russell third. No, fastest lap Russell did not happen. But this is interesting. Okay, Max finishes below top five, which is correct. Okay. This is crazy. Okay, then he said Ocon beats Alonso, which happened. Oh, nice. Okay. Shakuni has had some fixing thing for this, and then he said Alpine finishes out of points, which did which did not happen. So he gets four this weekend, four out of ten. Okay. Now we do Kramer. Kramer said Hamilton, Leclerc, Russell did not happen, and then fastest lap Perez. Nope. Gasly in top five. Oh, so sad. Gasly. Oh, Gasly! He said Magnus in DNF. Lol. <laughs> Perez out in Q two. Nope. Oh, Kramer. Kramer, we are very sorry, but you don't get any points. Um, I don't think I'll get any points either. Uh, I said Carlos, Max, Charles. If only I had listened to all Ferrari fans and uh, gone for Charles first. 
anyways i said fastest lap to max did not happen hulk finishes in points nope mick beats yeah. came up nope at least 3 dnfs okay now the biggest question is did paris dnf or did he finish last no i don't think uh, was it dnf let me pull out the results no 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 yeah 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 he had a dnf dnf okay yes i get yes. one point yes i get one point yes okay great so gasly perez and max three dnfs yeah sad day for red bull man three of their four cars are uh, three of their four cars dnf yeah. i don't mind me neither but like i'm just saying <laughs> sad day Saturday. I have to lead by example. No, I can't say that uh, you need to respect your opponent and then just keep on bashing Red Bull. <laughs> that would be in poor taste. Um, yeah, we should do this thing now. If uh, if someone gets everything wrong, then they should get full points. What should they get? They should get full points. Why? No, no, no. We give extra points if you get everything correct. Okay. I think yeah, if you get, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get everything wrong, you should just have minus five also added to your points. No, we we won't do that to you, Prima. Don't worry. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so this happens on this happens on four two. So if they got everything wrong, they would uh, give them points. Oh. That's what goes on four four two. So <laughs> that's what I wanted to bring it here also, but. Here that rule will be, uh, you know, you can abuse that rule easily here. Yeah, say, you can just very, say. Yeah, I mean, we can just say has to finish on podium. Both has to finish on podium, and like there are very you can say any crazy amount of yeah, predictions. Yeah, yeah. So, so that won't be viable. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that we are missing? I think so. Good. Nothing else. Good weekend for me. Good weekend for F1 in general. I would say. Yes, good weekend for me because uh, karma. Yeah. Ah, uh, so happy. Thank you for uh, joining me. Ah, uh, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Over the Cup podcast. If you liked the episode, please like, share, subscribe. Liberating. Uh, we are now on socials. Find us on Instagram at Over the Curve Podcast and on Twitter at Over the Curve Pod. If you have anything you want us to cover, or if you want to be a part of the podcast, reach us to reach out to us on our socials or write to us at Over the Curve Podcast at the rate gmail dot com. Until next weekend, goodbye and thank you once again for listening.